All right, so today we'll do a review of the Sichas in the Chelek Yud Gimel, volume 13, the second Sicha for the Parshas of Bullock. In this Sicha, the Rebbe explains the different way the Rambam and Rashi interpret these verses, although in general uh, the uh, verses are interpreted uh, as uh, referring to the times of David and um, Mashiach, uh, but there is a big difference in specifics the way Rashi and the Rambam translate it. The Rebbe will bring out the source and the reason for their differences, as the Rebbe will explain many other details uh, along the way. Uh, the Sikha is based on the on the Rashi and the Pasik, which discusses this is the end of the Parsha's Bullock, after Bilom fails. Uh, to uh, curse the Bnei Yisrael, which Balak hired him to do, and wanted him to do, and he doesn't succeed. So eventually, at the end, the Perik of Dalit, Pasuk Yudalit, in, in Shvi of Parshish Balak, uh, uh, Bilam says to him, uh, I'm going back to my people. Let me advise you what these people, the Jewish people, what they will do in the end of days, what they're going to do to your people. And he goes on to gay to, to, to give his prophecy, and he says like this, in Pasu Zion, he says, Er'enu v'loi ato. So Er'enu means I see them, but it's not going to happen now. Basically, he's saying you don't have to worry about now that the Jewish people are going to uh, conquer your land, he says. He says that he's afraid. Uh, Moev was afraid that the Yidden are gonna uproot him, uh, as we read in the beginning of the Parshas Balak. So he says it's not gonna happen now. This is in the future. Ashurenu, I see this also, but not now. And then he says, eventually, a star will set forth from Yaakov, and the Kov Shevet Mi Yisrael, and a ruler. A, a stick, a dominant, will come out of Israel, and he will uh, crush the edges of Moyov, and he will puncture all the Bnei Sheis. We'll see all these specifically. What was he talking about in these two? It says, We'll see there is a difference between the way the Rambam understands it and the way Rashi interprets it. And we'll look in the Sikha inside, the, all these Pesukim, Pasuk Yud Zayin, and then Pasuk Yud Ches, um, which says, Vahoyo Edom Yeresha, all seems like a duplicate. Edom will be an inheritance. And then it says, Vahoyo Yeresha Seir And Seir, which is the same as Edom, will become an inheritance to its enemy, which is to Israel. Basically, that Israel will inherit them. Exactly, who are we referring to? We'll see. There's a difference between the Rambam and Rashi. And and finally, in Posigutes, which is the third verse in the details of his specific prophecy of Achris Ayomim, he says, Over here, in Rashi, in Yutes, finally, Rashi goes over from explaining all the Psukim till now, with regards to David HaMelech, that that was the prophecy, and in Pasuk Yutes, Rashi goes over 
to say that there will be another ruler of Yaakov, and Rashi brings out the Melech HaMashiach over here. And uh, according to the Rambam, these Psukim Tulna were talking about both. Let's look inside in the Sikha and we'll see uh, the details of how it's explained according to uh, Rashi and according to the Rambam. The Rebbe will start first with the interpretation of the Rambam. And the Rebbe will ask that it almost seems like the Rambam is more according to the simple Pshat of the Pasik, And we need to understand why Rashi refused to explain the way the Rambam explains it. And that's going to be the explanation of the Rebbe's in the Sikha. The Rebbe will explain that there is an inherent difference in the meaning of Koychov, what the Koychovim are, a star, according to the Rambam, according to Rashi, as we will see. Aleph. B'nevo'osu shel bilom la'achris hayomim she'beparshoseinu. As far as the prophecy of Bilom, what will happen in the end of days, that is in our Parsha. So, Pirshu Farshim, the commentaries explain, Shekzuvei Nevuah, Zu, that these verses of prophecy, which includes these three psukim, first of all, Dorach Koychov, that posuk, V'goymer, then V'hoyo Edoim, the second posuk, so that's the posuk, Dorach uh, Koychov is posuk, is posuk Yudzayin, and then the second posik is posik yutches. And finally, the prophecy v'yeirid goimer, which is posik yutches, klolusam, and generally, if we include all these psukim together, koya malchus david, malchus melech hamashiach, they are applying to the kingdom of David and of King Melech David HaMelech and the king, the kingdom of the Melech HaMashiach. Amnom biprati is pirushom shalak suvim, but in specifically, how to interpret these verses? Matzinu Kamo Pirushim. We find uh, some different, uh, several interpretation. Umehem, and the Rebbe is going to just stop here on the two Pirushim of the Rambam and the Ram- and Rashi. And there is others. Harambam b'Sifre Yad Chazoka. The Rambam in his Sefer, the Yad Chazoka, the Mishnah Torah, the Alochus of the Rambam. Koisev he writes like this: Beparshes Bilomoimer. In the section of Bilom, that's referring to our Pasik in Parshas Balak, the verse says, who aimed the verse says, it says, Arenu ato. So this Pasik says two parts. I see him, which means I see the success of the Bnei Yisrael, how they are going to uh, conquer and overpower the nations of uh, Moyov, which is what Moyov came now to help him. Uh, conquer uh, the Jewish people because he was afraid of them. So he says, Ar, Ar Enu, I see, but that's not going to happen now. Zed David. This refers to in the time of David, David is going to uh, get Moyov uh, then. And then further, the second part in the verse, which seems like a duplicate, is Ashurenu. Ashurenu means also, I see it. But Veloi Koriv. But this is not close, it's not going to happen right away this is Zemelech HaMashiach that refers to the time of Melech HaMashiach where again we will see that the Melech HaMashiach will take care of Moyev in the next Posik, when uh, in, in, in this Posik further on when it says Dorach Koychov Miyakov who is this star that we're talking about that will come forth from Yaakov 
Ze David. That is referring to David. So he splits the duplicate seemingly lotion of this prophecy to go the first part a star will set forth from Yaakov is referencing to David and then becomes Shevet Mi Yisrael a ruler, a dominant, a stick will stand up from Israel that's referring to the King Mashiach and the verse later on says Umochatz Pasei Moyov uh, he will crush uh, the uh, corners of Moyov. Ze David. That is referring to David. By David, we find that David, uh, that Moyov smit Moyov. So we see how David crushed them. But the second part of the passage, that he will crush or he will puncture or destroy, as we'll see the two pshatim, Rashi says to puncture but the Rambam learns as the Rebbe will explain, mean destroy all the Bnei Sheis uh, Bnei Sheis, as Rashi points out is referencing all the nations of the world because they all come from Sheis which survived after the Mabul and all the nations come from Sheis is Zemelech HaMashiach that is referencing King Mashiach Shinamar Boy, with regards to Mashiach, it's written uh, his dominance will be from sea to sea. That's going to be the Melech HaMashiach. Further, the Psukim, he splits up, the Rambam splits up the same thing. When the Pasuk says, Edom will become an inheritance. That is the time of David, King David. At that point, Edom became a Yeresha, Shenemar. Supports it from the Pasik, it says that he Adam the David that Adam became slaves to David. So that's fulfillment of that Pasik. But the Pasik says, duplicate the Pasik again, that refers to King Mashiach. Shanemar, as the Pasik says, this is talking about Tajimoisa Mashiach, they will go up those who were salvation in the mountain of uh, from Tzion, Lishpeit Tzareisu, the Pesach continues there, to go ahead and beat the Yeresha of, uh, of Edom. So basically it means that all of these Pesukim, the duplication of the verses, one talks about David, and the other, this duplicate, talks about Melech HaMashiach. Vahainu, that means the Aramba Mechalik B'Pirushay, the Rambam splits in his commentary every verse of these psukim lishnayim into two pieces. The first part of the pasuk, the spoken of, we are discussing here. The first part talks about King David. And the second part, we're talking about the King Mashiach. So that's the way the Rambam splits it up. But we'll see in the Rashi as the Rebbe brings down now. Rashi learns all these psukim, first of all, talk about David. Until the final last posik when it says, Pasuk Yutes, the last one, Rashi says, Then we start talking about Melech HaMashiach. But the posik Yudzayin and Yudches, that's talking all about David. Rashi interprets these verses differently. Ar'enu 
Rashi says, uh, what is the meaning of I will see in the future? So the Rambam immediately says, David and Melech HaMashiach. That Arenu is David, Ashurenu is Melech HaMashiach. But that's not the way Rashi explains. Rashi says, Arenu royani I see Yaakov's praise eventually, after time. And he says, etc. Rashi. And then it says, So who's the Kom Shevet? Rashi combines the Dorach Koichov and the Kom Shevet, not two separate. But Rashi says, A Melech, a king, who will dominate Moishel and rule. And that Melech, and he will crush the Pasimoyev. And that is, the says Rashi Zedovit. So, up till Umochatz Pasimoyev, Rashi is bunching it all up together that it's talking about David. And then eventually, when it comes to Pasikutes, when it says, So Rashi says, There will be another ruler. And that is Melech HaMashiach, the King Mashiach. So, so that means that according to Rashi's interpretation, commentary, that all that is written in these verses, till this Yaakov, which starts saying about additional ruler, about Mashiach, is Koyal David, up to the goes to David. So, Rebbe says, So we need to understand why does Rashi not interpret like the commentary of the Rambam? That seems to be more fitting for the simple meaning of the Pasik. Which simple meaning of the Pasik, Rashi. That is Rashi's style, that's Rashi's path, in his commentary on the Torah. That seems to be more reasonable to explain for various reasons. Because number one, right now we have an explanation of the duplication of each one of these prophecies. One is talking about David according to the Rambam, and the other one about Mashiach according to to Rashi. We don't have a good reason. It's just a duplication. It's a kind of way of saying the prophecy. Aleph, the Rebbe says. First of all, according to the Rambam's commentary, the duplicate of this idea in every posik is One is talking about David, and the second talking about King Mashiach. As opposed to Rashi's commentaries, that all the psukim Rashi says are talking about David. So why is there a duplication? So we have to say. It says the same thing, which are basically saying the same thing. They're both different. I see them now. I see them, but not now. So we have to learn that this is a lengthening and a duplication of language. But it seems like in Shutash Mikra, we'd rather have each extra words mean something different as the Rambam learns. And Bechlau, the Rebbe points another issue, the uh, wording in the Pasik, Pashtus HaKosuf, uh, 
And uh, what is the pasuk? The pasuk it says v'kar kar kol bnei sheis. So that that is still written according to Rashi by David. That David is going to be kar kar, going to puncture all the bnei sheis or destroy the bnei sheis. What does it mean, bnei sheis? As Rashi explains, Rashi Pirush kolomis. All the nations come from sheis, um, and therefore it means all the nations of the world. Who is it more fitting to say? Kar kar David Mashiach, because by Mashiach we don't find by David we don't find that he dominated all the, all the nations. He was only limited. So why would we not learn in Pashtus Kar kar like the Rambam that it refers to the Melech Mashiach? base. Look inside. Pashtus Hakosu Kar kar Rashi Pirush Kol Rashi says he makes all the nations. That seems to decide like along with the interpretation of the Rambam. That refers to King Mashiach. That he's going to conquer the whole world. And he's going to be a king over all the nations. As opposed to We don't find conquering and a governance by David over all the nations. So why would we want to say that Karkar Kobne Sheis goes like on David when we can easily say like the Rambam that it refers to the Melech HaMashiach. And then the Rebbe says if you compare it later on what it's written with regards to Mashiach when according to Rashi finally uh, the Posig Yutes talks about the Mashiach it says V'yerd Miyakov which, which Rashi explains Talking about Mashiach, so over there the pasuk merely says, that he will uh, destroy, get, make lost the leftovers from the city. And Rashi says, what is Vehevit Sorid Meir? Pirush Rashi Mira Chashuv that it's referring to destroying from the important city of Rome. So when we talk about Melech Hamashiach, who is going to really dominate the whole world? Over there, the Pasik is just talking about him. It says, only Meir, Havitzorid Meir. But, and, and as we talk about David, over there, the verse says to you a lot more that David is going to accomplish. But to the extent that he's going to destroy all the Meneshes. So, it would seem that it should be the other way around. Okay, now, the other way around, that we should say that David HaMelech is going to have a limited, it could maybe be and Karkar Kobane should refer to Melech HaMashiach, like the Rambam says. So why does Rashi not uh, explain that? Further, the Rebbe asks, which is also going to, everything going to come beautifully together in the Rebbe's answer, so the Rebbe says, Gam we also need to understand Gimel. Rashi Peter. Rashi does not explain Mihu. Who is it that Dorach Koychav Vegoimer? Who's this Koychav? Who's this star? Rashi doesn't explain. And Rashi doesn't say Shezehu David, that this is David, Amelach. He doesn't say so. Kiim Rag Towards the end of the subject, when it says, Umos Chatz Moyev. And he will crush the Masi Moev. And he, Rashi brings the Psukim for that. Zadovi, Rashi says, Shemizem move on. 
So from this it's understood the all of Koyi Koychav. So when it says in the beginning, Dorach Koychav Meyakov, it means David because he's going to be the Mochatz Pasei Pasei Moyov, which it says in towards the end of the Pasik. So we know that Umochatz Pasei Moyov is going to be the one who Dorach Koychav Meyakov. That's going to be who? That's going to be David. So why does Rashi not explain Dorach Koychav Meyakov immediately? That that is David Hamelach, and just leaves it by the end. Number four, Dalit. Um, this prophecy, the Rebbe says, seems like that it's talking about Yemaisa Mashiach. So according to Rashi, all the way till the end, there's no Yemaisa Mashiach. We're talking about David, uh, because Achris Hayomim normally is translated the end of days. So end of days would mean more likely Mashiach. So, okay, according to the Rambam, it means both, but also Shver. But certainly, according to Rashi, Rashi, until the Posecutes, the last verse in this prophecy, um, it's not talking about Akhris Ayyam. Frek the Rebbe, in his Akdoma, in his introduction to his prophecy, Omar Bilam. So Bilam said, that the contents of his prophecy belongs, is connected to the end of days. What does the end of days mean? What does simply mean when you say end of days? That refers to the days of Mashiach, which is Achris Kolayom. It's the end of all the days. So basically, from this, it's difficult in both interpretations. According to Pishon Rambam, is we're not only talking about Achres Hayomim, we're also talking about David. Because in these verses we're discussing, also about the prophecy for the time of David, we're also talking for the time of King Mashiach. So that's first of all. But the Yoyser Kosha, even more, is difficult. According to Rashi, is even more difficult because according to Rashi, the majority of the psuk and the prophecies are made of it. It's only the last possible test which talks about Melech HaMashiach. So how could we all introduce this as Achris Hayomim when the majority of the psuk and the nevuas are actually a time of David, not Achris Hayomim? So, the Rebbe is going to further ask the uh, further questions in the next Rashi, in the other Rashi, Rashi is on the Posik, based on Posik, Yaakov, Rashi, Mefarish Rashi, Rashi says, there is going to be another ruler who is going to come from Yaakov. And then Rashi goes over to Melech HaMashiach. But why does Rashi have to change his Pshat? So we need to understand, okay, Rashi was talking about, the old Psukim are talking just about David, and all of a sudden Rashi says, no, that is going to be another Miyakov. What is the force, what are we forced, what, are, what force is Lefarish to explain? What, who tells us that it's another ruler? Not as it would seem, it's, it appears is simply Shaposuk said that this verse, Hu Behemshech, uh, is Bo Behemshech, comes as a follow up, 
laksuvim deleil to the psukim of before. It says v'kom shevet v'goimer. All this is lepirush Rashi, the ruler. According to Rashi, koyal David. We're only talking about David. So why can't we say about David? He's saying something in addition. That that ruler, which is David, is going to do on his Khalil. What else is he going to do? That he's going to get the leftover from the city, from Rome. He's going to destroy him. And that's the same David. What forces Rashi to change it now that we're talking about Melech HaMashiach, about another ruler? And base the other question is, Loma Maitik Rashi, of Gam Tevas Miyakov. Why does Rashi quote over here also that they will come up from Miyakov, Yerd Miyakov? Why does he have to bring down Yerd Miyakov? Rashi seemingly only is explaining. Uh, what is Rashi's novelty? He's explaining that Yerd over here means be another dominant, not this other ruler, Besuloi. And nothing else. So why does he have to bring down Yaakov? Just Vyerd. And Vyerd means that it will be another ruler. Rabbi explains now further, Rashi. Lachar is Rashi. Rashi quotes further from the Posik. This is the last Posik from Posik Yutes. Vehevit Sorid Meir. He is going to destroy that leftover from the city, Umefarish. Rashi explains what city we're talking about. Meir HaChashuva Shel Edom. From the city, meaning from the important city of Edom. And then Rashi says, V'amelech HaMashiach Oimer Kain. And this is said with regards to the King Mashiach. And what's the proof that Mashiach will go ahead and destroy the Sorid Meir? Umeir Beis Rayis. And Rashi brings two psukim. First of all, Rashi says, Shenem boy. By him it says, V'yeir miyom adyo. So, when it says in the beginning, V'oid v'yeir miyakov, it says that that goes on Melech HaMashiach, because by Melech HaMashiach it says, V'yeir miyom adyo. The Loshon V'yeir, that he's going to dominate from sea to sea. Shemizem muvon shevayeir miyakov, when the post says, Vayed Miyakov Koyal Melacha Mashiach, goes on Melacha Mashiach. So that's one Posik. And then brings Rashi another Posik. The Lo Yisorid Lebeis Esav. There will be nothing left of the house of Esav. And that's how Yichocha to the second part of the Posik, Lamasha Kosuf, Vehevit Sorid Meir, that he will destroy anything left over from the city. Rashi brings this to Psukim as a proof to the two parts. That it's talking about Mashiach, that Vyerd Miyakov, and Vyerd Miyom, Vyerd Miyakov is Vyerd Miyom and Yom, and Vyerd Sorid Meir is because Lo Yesod Lebe Seiso. So the Rebbe says, Vyesh Ledariyek Bedivre Rashi. So we can sort of question Rashi's words, Aleph. Number one, Kolo Inyan, Deval Melech Mashiach Hulu, this whole idea that Rashi quotes brings down here, and this is all about Melech HaMashiach, the place to say this is earlier after Rashi wrote in the commentary of that there will be another ruler so Rashi should have explained who the ruler is. 
Ba'amelech HaMashiach Oimer Kain, and this is said about King Mashiach, Shenemar Boi Ve'yeir Tchudu. Rashi should have said over there, who's the Moshe Lachar, that's Melech HaMashiach. And Rashi waits till after explaining the meaning of the verse of uh, who uh, is the Abed Sorid Meir, and then Rashi goes and brings the proofs from the Melech HaMashiach Emerkein. So, should have said it. Beis, Maya Rayim HaKosuf, V'yer Miyom Adyom. From the posse that Rashi brings, V'yer Miyom Adyom, it's a posse in Tilim. So, Tilim Ayin Beis, posse Ches. So, in that posse in Tilim, uh, is not a proof, seemingly, that it goes on Mashiach. The Bepashtus Medaber HaKosuf, that Posik seemingly uh, speaks in the simple meaning, it speaks about Shleim Melech, not about Mashiach. As a follow up, how does that Mizmer Tilim begin? Talking as Hashem to Shleim Elikim to Shleim, the Mashiach should give, but it's not talking Melech Mashiach. So Rashi proves this for Melech Mashiach. Base. In this proof, Rashi also quotes Kama Teves Adyom. Rashi brings down Miyom Adyom. So, doesn't add. Here we're trying to bring down the Posig Vyerd. The Miyom Adyom does not give us the extent, the big extent of here, but it's mainly that it says the Vyerd. It says Vyerd Midyom. Why does Rashi bring down the end of the Posik? And when we know that Vidivre Rashi we know Rashi's words are precise, nothing less and nothing more. So Rashi just wouldn't bring down the extra words adyom just because it's the end of the Posik. Must be that this is part of the explanation as the Rebbe will explain. So the Rebbe explains. Uh, the uh, the principle over here, uh, the way Rashi learns, first the Rebbe is going to explain, that this whole, in the context of the Pesukim, basically Bilam was trying to tell Moyov that the mission was accomplished in the sense that the Jews are not going to conquer your uh, city, Moyov, at the point. It's not going to happen at this point now. We're not here in a general way to talk about the general greatness of the Yidden. We're just here to tell you, yes, the Yidden will conquer Moyov. The Yidden will uh, overtake them. But it's not going to happen now, so the mission was accomplished. So, according to Rashi, we're not going to talk about General Melech HaMashiach against the success of the Jews against there, because that's not connected. In this context, it means days that follow, uh, it's not happening now. Let's look inside. Rashi and the Rambam are disagreeing in this case in a general matter. The general intent, what is the purpose, the intention here in this prophecy of Bilom, as we will see. This prophecy of Bilam was as a result of this 
Balak hired him. He brought him to curse the Bnei Yisrael. And to prevent the conquering of the land of Balak, which is Moyov, Ali Bnei Yisrael, by the Yidden. And this is a Bolok is saying at the end of his prophecy. Before he's returning and he's going back to his people. He says, going back to his people. So he's telling, let me tell you. What this nation will do to your nation in the end of days. That which they are going to, as Rashi says, to cause bad to Moyov in the end of days. So therefore, in the simple interpretation of the verse, it's understood. Although he calls it, he refers to it at the end of days. Simply. All places it means besoif kolayomim the end of all days, but harikan but in our case shabol hatzdikatz mebifne bolok that is coming to justify himself in front of bolok shenismal leritzayim bolok that bolok's wishes have been fulfilled v'loyich b'shu bnei yisrael as arzei and that the bnei yisrael will not conquer his land move on it's understood. Shabaikir whom is Kavin that mainly is intending Loidia Loy to teach him Shakibush Moyovali de Yisrael Loyabizman Bolok. He's just telling him that the conquering of the land of Moyov by the Yidden will not take place during Bolok's time. Kimzman Rab Lachayomim the Bolok. But many days, lots of time, long time after the days of Bolok. Eloshalishlemus in Yanivyasai. But to complete the Nevoah, at the end of his Nevoah, eventually he will say what happens in the end also. But right now, the times of Mashiach, right now it's mainly important what's going to happen after time of Bolak. Not happening now. He adds also, Also what the people will do to your nation in the time of literally Achras Yomim, which is Mutezu Mashiach, the Gamzeh, Bob Hemshech That also comes of Father Nevoah. But the main Nevoah is talking about what's happening not now, but in the immediate aftermath. Hainu. Sha Nevoah lebo lahadikish koidlo shel memshelos Yisrog shel This Nevoah is not coming to emphasize the greatness of the Jewish governance, the Jewish rulership as itself. Ki'im, but only Rak. Only as far as it relates to Moiv and the other nations. That eventually they will be conquered through the Bnei Yisrael. Based on this, Rashi begins his commentary in the verse. So Rashi explains, and explains, like the Targum, Loshin Dorach Kashtoi, Shehadoyich Koychav Dorach Kichetz. So Rashi begins when it says Dorach Koychav Yachov, it's interpreted as the Targum. The Targum says that Dorach 
kashtoi that he will uh, arrow make his, his his arrow like shoot his arrow um, to throw his bow to pull to to to, to. so this means shakoychov doirech kichets like a shooting star the star shoots like an arrow which means Rashi says kloimer yoku mazel that a mazel a fortune will stand up. Rashi does not say that the koich of the star is a dominant, a ruler who's going to get up in Israel, that is going to be David or any king. He just says there's going to be a mazel which is going to be like a shooting star. Why does Rashi not say? Because what is koich According to Rashi, the word koich is not represent any uh, dominance of a ruler, of a human being, such kind of a ruler, but rather the general as a mazel. The reason is, Rashi, the Rebbe explains, Amongst living categories, uh, the human being is the highest, the most advantageous type. General, the living are higher than the inanimate and growing. But within the living, the human is the highest. They have, why are they the type which is the elevated, the highest type? Because they have a mind and speech. That's why They've been given over the dominance over the animals. As the Pesach says, You will dominate the fish of the sea, the bird in the sky, and all living that crawls upon the earth. So that's the human being. And then within the human beings itself, Hamelech, the king who Hamura Me'am, he is the one who exalts us from the people. He is the one that rules and dominates over them. So, as far as stars goes, in the Pshutish of Mikra, in the Rashis, we don't see the advantage of knowledge and seichel, and therefore we cannot in the simple meaning of the Pasik explain, a koich of a star is referring to a king, that they are an example and a, and, and, and a sample of a king or a ruler, to say that the koich of a star is referring to a human being, it's, it's as an example, we call it a star. We cannot explain, it's not possible to explain that when it says that we're talking about a king who's dominant, Hainadovid. Cannot explain it. The Rebbe says, although we do find as far as the idea, the, the context of dominance 
as it uh, relates to the uh, sun and the moon, uh, but it doesn't apply to the stars. And the Rebbe says like this, And this is very difficult to explain. That how does it hint to Malchus? Just the fact the stars are higher than the earth, up in the sky, and they shine down to the ground and those who live on it, to separate between day and night. So that represents similar to a dominance in the matters of the world. So we're saying they are dominating the world and the fact that they're up there and they're shining down to the world. Like the verse uses the language, to dominate in the day and the night. So he says, the Imkain, in that case, if this was, he should have hinted it in one of the uh, large luminaries. You say, Dorach Shemesh, something like that. Hashemesh, or the moon. Not a star. And on the contrary, by definition, they're only an army of the smaller luminary of the moon. As Rashi said, he increased her armies for the Yerech, uh, for the moon. So why would we give a dominance by giving example of Koychov. So therefore, according to Rashi, Koychov does not represent a human being dominant. So that's why Rashi needs to say, that Dorach Koychov means a fortune, a good fortune will stand up. And then the prophecy continues to interpret So what is the idea of the Muslim? There's not two separate things. There's not a Koychov and Shevet. Dorach Koychov is the Mazel. The explanation of the Mazel is that a Shevet, a king who dominates and rules, is going to get up. He's going to sit up. Ulam. Rashi can't say yet who it is. There is still no evidence from this verse for which king we're talking is intending over here. Rashi doesn't explain who the dominating king is. Until the Pasik says that that Shevet, the Mochatz Pasi Moyov, that that Melech that was going to get up and raid on Moshe, he's going to do, he's going to crush the Pasimoyah. The Mezemachich Rashi says that David, Shenemarboy, Rashi proves now, that has to be David. By David it says, the Pasik says, states there, Hashkev Oisom Arzo Chulu. Lie them all to the ground, which represents the idea of Mochatz Pasimoyah. Is this a meris? So this tells us that the entire subject, this good fortune and this dominant ruler, goes on the time of David and is discussing his kingdom. So based on this first pasik, also understood as far as the 
flow of the psukim that follow. Shachol kamo she'ein lonu hechrech mikro for as long we don't have a forced proof evidence from the Pasuk that we're talking about another king so in simply it makes sense it makes sense that we're still talking about the same king the king that mentioned before David and that's also where Rashi explains the karkar loshen koirem koirem means to bore through to make a hole to puncture a whole chulu. And Rebbe explains, because the word karkar can either mean totally destroy or to make a hole. But because we're talking about David, David didn't totally destroy. That's why Rashi tells us that the karkar means a language of, bor- of boring, puncturing, making a hole. We can say two interpretations. Aleph Meloshin Hariso, one means to destroy. Kemoi mekarker kir, like to destroy the wall and base. And number two, milashoin koyre from the lotion of koyre noikev to puncture to make a hole. Kipirush Rashi, like Rashi says. The lepirush aleph in the first interpretation of karkar hainu hirus vashmod legamri. That would mean a total uh, breakdown, total destruction. Well, lepirush ha base according to the second interpretation. Kipirush Rashi, as Rashi explains. This is not a destruction of a total wiping out. Elo kilkul shell nikuf. But we're talking about he's ruining it by puncturing and taking something out from its right place. And since Rashi explains that this is going on David, therefore mefarish. That's where Rashi says it's only puncturing. He did not, David did not win victorious over the nation in a way that he destroyed, wiped out the entire nation. That didn't happen. But all what he did was a koirev in Neukev. And that's why Rashi explains. And all this goes according to Rashi that the mazel, it explains the achris hayomim, that it's referring to after the time of Bolok, so the mission accomplished that they're not going to destroy Bolok, and also the rest of it, unless we have a proof to change it, is when we're going to change it. The Rebbe will explain later on why Rashi changes it when it comes to the Pasik Yutes. That when it comes to Pasuk Yutes and over there, Rashi goes ahead and says another thing. Because, the Rebbe will explain, because he changes to V'yer Meyakov instead of Yisrael, as we'll see later on. But in the meantime, the Rebbe now is going to explain how the Rambam approaches this whole uh, Psukim, and then the Rebbe will get back to it as we'll continue to see further on. Oiz Dalet. Omnom HaRambam. However, the Rambam HaMefarish... The Rambam who explains that when it says that there will be the Koichov that will set forth from Yaakov. That is referring to a king who is going to stand up from Yaakov, from the Yidden. He goes according to his view elsewhere. 
The Rambam's view is that a koichov, a star, does have intelligence. The whole reason Rashi did not learn that koichov is referring to a king because the Rebbe's argument was that Rashi holds that a koichov cannot be referring to a king because the advantage of a king is that he is greater than the rest of the people. People are greater than others, uh, other creatures, by the fact that they have intelligence. So how would we explain dominance by using the word koichov? Where is the dominance? Where is the greater? Where is the higher level in a koichov? But the Rambam goes according to his view, because Kosova Rambam, the Rambam writes, kol galgalim, all the stars and all the spheres, they are all own, they have a soul, they have intelligence, and they have intellects. And then he talks about the knowledge of the stars, the knowledge that they have. And that is larger and greater the das than the das of humans. Oh, so mekiv on shehem lemaylom miklolus bnei adam besichlom bebedaitom. Since they are higher than people in generally, in their intelligence, in their intellect, and in their knowledge, so therefore lochein mefadish. That's why the Rambam explains darach koychov. Who is the star? Who is the darach koychov? Allah hamerumem umenusem mi bnei adam on the one who is higher and exalted is above, raised higher than people, which is HaMelech. The Koichov mi Yaakov, so who's the star from Yaakov? Hainu Melech bi Yisrael. Then that is a king in Israel. So Me'ato, so since the Dorach Koichov mi Yaakov means already a king, so Ma'ashomar HaKosuv La'achar is a, but then the following uh, what the Pasik says immediately afterwards, it says, Vikom Shevet Mi Yisrael. Now, this Vikom Shevet Mi Yisrael for sure is talking about a king because this for sure goes on, as the understanding of the word is stick, a Shevet Melech is talking about a king who rules, Al Melech Bi Yisrael. So, this is certainly talking about a king in Israel. So, who is this king? We just finished talking about Dorach Koichov, about a king. Now we're talking about another Melech. We're not intending here to that same king which is hinted in that we just said in Koichov. Because if that means the Imkain then it's actually uh, an actual duplicate of language. Dorach Koichov, a king, come shave it a king. Hello, So that's why we're saying the Rambam learns that the two parts of the Pasik, Mighty Bishnei Melochim, is talking about two kings, David and Mashiach. Shehem Shnei Mashiachim. Those are both anointed, they're both Mashiachim. And these are the things, they were both anointed kings, David and Mashiach. And therefore, the Pasik is talking about them too. So why these two kings of amongst all the kings? Of, of Israel. This is the beginning and the end. That's the first king, David, and the 
lasting uh, Mashiach. Mashiach is Benayim. So what's the connection between these two kings of David and Mashiach? Move on up, Yiloshna Rambam. We'll understand it according to the language of the Rambam. The Rambam writes elsewhere in Yisaida HaTayra, in Hilchus uh, Malachim. Now the Rambam writes, Melech HaMashiach Osid Lamed Ulahachzir Malchus Beis David Liyoshna. That King Mashiach is destined to stand up and to bring back the governance of the house of David to its old, to the original dominance. So that means, so that means that the prophecy of Bilam that he prophesied, on the general uh, standing up, the salvation of that future love through the governance of the king of who would be a Mashiach Hashem. And he hints to first the beginning, which is David, and then to its ultimate wholesomeness, Mashiach. So he does the beginning, David, and the end, Mashiach, because Mashiach will bring in the Shlemus. So basically... These are the two kings that we say Bilam meant in the two kings that he is referring to in the Dorach Koychov and the Komshevet. This is what Ram writes, that he prophesies by the two anointed, Mashiach HaRishen, Shehu David, the first anointed, which is David, Sheyeshiyas Yisrael Miyad Sarayim, he is going to help the Israel from those who oppress them, their enemies. And then the last Mashiach anointed one who is going to stand up from the children's children, who will help the Jewish people in the end. So, since the opening of the Psukim start off with the two Mashiachim, so we're going to apply the prophecies that are duplicated in the following verses to apply to these two kingdoms that we were discussing in the beginning. So for this we understand also the reason for duplicating these expressions in the prophecy. We say, Ashureno. Meaning two times, exactly the same thing. Also seems to be duplications. So we're saying the Chad Koyi al David, that one goes on David, and the other one on Melech HaMashiach, and the King Mashiach. So based on this, we need to say that according to the Rambam's interpretation, so what is the meaning of Vekarka? Not like we said in Rashi, which is mentioned before, Akkar remains like a boring a hole, which is not fully destruction. El According to the Rambam, because we're talking about the Melech HaMashiach, he will totally destroy and the nullification of the governments of the nations of the world. Hey, so now the Rebbe says this gives us a general 
outlook of what was the intent with the uh, Bilam was prophecy according to the Rashi's interpretation the Rebbe learned that he came to say that they won't be conquered now he was saying means specifically they're not going to affect them but after the time that Bolok will be gone, and that's when the Yidn will come back. So that's the Akhris Yom. But according to the Rambam, we're talking about the greatness of the Yidn in general, which will take place. Let's look inside. So from now, we have to say, according to the Rambam's uh, evidence, because he teaches Dorach Koichav Meyakov simply as a Koichav, as a star. As somebody who is a king, as Malaya, uh, the Balinefesh with Deva Haskil, the stars have Deva Haskil. So we have to say, the Fipirush Rambam, according to Rambam, Kavonas Bilam bin Voosoy, that Bilam's intention with his prophecy, Hoysu be Iker Letair, as Tokfo Gudloso Haasidah Shalmem Shalas Bnei Yisrael. He wanted to describe the force and the greatness of the future government. Of the Bnei Yisrael, sheyivoshu mikol haumos that they will be saved from all the nations. Vegam yishlitu bahem ba'achris hayomim, and also that they are going to dominate them in the end of days. So, if this is a general idea, so why does he say in the beginning, "Umashu magdim l'nivoosay"? So this that he introduces the prophecy, he's talking about this is what the people will do to your people. So there's a specific uh, referencing and uh, connection to what's going on to we're talking about and the nation will be conquered of the Am Yisrael through the Jewish people. This is not as a to be seen as a general introduction to the contents of the prophecy that follows. That's not an introduction because we're not going to talk specifically about that. This is rather an opening of this matter and this is a reason how this prophecy comes uh, about Kidovar Zeh because this opened it up because this item Shabolok Melech Moyev Rotzelil Shloil Asis Bnei Yisrael this that Bolok the king of Moyev wanted to prevent that the Jewish people should not do to his people who Shehevia this brought about by Bilam Lenabe Binitzchoynam Shal Bnei Yisrael Al Sin Ayem to prophesy about the victories of the Bnei Yisrael over their enemies. V'hainu mashiyase ha'om hazeh That means the they don't do to your people, but also v'chein l'cholu umes. And also all the nations, elo sheyiyah kolzeh b'achris yom. But this will take in later in the later days, in the end of days. So v'lochein mefarish ha'rambam esateviz b'achris ha'yomim. That's why the Rambam interprets the words. What does it mean in the end of days? Which is the introduction of this prophecy. In the literal sense. 
Besoyv kol hayomim in the end of all days. Umezeh move on. So from this is understood. Shabedubar betoichen hanevua that the discussion in the meaning and the content of this prophecies Yeshua's vegulas Yisrael miad umes the salvation and the redemption of Israel from the nation who be iker benigayel isman Mashiach mainly in the time of Mashiach. So it's everything, but it's also uh, but it's mainly what's going to be in the time of Mashiach and especially when we come to the Pasik V'yerd That Pasik V'yerd is actually representing once again the dominance that V'yerd Miyakov and that he will dominate. And as the Rebbe will say now, that even Rashi, who up till here learned that these Sukkim were talking about just Melab David, as the Rebbe explained earlier, but yet when it comes to this Pasik, we change it to mean Melech uh, HaMashiach. Because, as the Rebbe will explain now, he changes it from Kom Shevet Mi Yisrael, in which he refers to them as Yisrael, and then he changes it over to Viyer Niyakov. The Rebbe asked earlier, maybe, why does, how does Rashi know that we're talking all of a sudden now about Melech HaMashiach? Since, according to Rashi, up till here we were talking about David HaMelech. So let's look inside. Omnom Esakosu Viyer Niyakov. This verse of Viyer Niyakov. Gam Rashi Mefarshei also Rashi explains it that it's not talking about David. Elo, there will be an additional ruler that comes forth from Yaakov. So what does push? What forces Rashi to explain? So, Lepirush Rashi. That Rashi earlier uh, was hinted that it means that there will be a ruler, somebody will dominate in Israel, uh, David, come shave with me, Israel. That comes from the words that a stick, a ruler, a dominance will stand up from Israel. And not from the word according to Rashi was just that there's going to be a mazel for Yaakov, but who the mazel is going to be is Kom Shevet Misrael. And therefore Rashi says that, Rashi's proof is Im because of Zeh. If in this verse of we are intending about that same King David, then he should have said like before, to follow up on the same language uh, as he said the Yaakov before. He should have said the Yaakov. And the Rebbe Da'ar over here uh, explains why we can't say it's just using another la'aloshin, yoifamilitza, but that's in the Da'ar. So, but in any event, so, but from this change, so we are forced, therefore, to say 
that the fact that he changes from the name Yisrael to call a different name, so this is coming to teach us there will be another dominant coming from Yaakov. So these words, Yed Miyakov, they follow what it says earlier, Dorach Koychov Miyakov. So first we said in the beginning, or started off by saying that there will be a Mazel Shinyon, a Yoko Mazel Rashi said, the star isn't talking about a king, but we're talking about a Mazel. So we're saying that Vyer Miyakov, following up that, Shinyon Yoko Mazel Yaakov, so how is this mazel going to be to Yaakov? Bazef, first of all, we have the Kom Shevet Mi Yisrael, which follows right in that same posseg, which talks about David. Now the posseg goes back to tell us an additional aspect of it. That now there's also going to be a dominance from Yaakov, another one. There's going to be an additional mazel for Yaakov. The fact that there will be another ruler from Yaakov. So we have one David from Yaakov, and now we have Beyerd Mi Yaakov. We have another Moshe of Yaakov. move on the Pashta. So now, based on this, we understand very simply that why does Rashi also bring the words Mi Yaakov in his commentary? Because and the words Miyakov is the evidence, the proof to his interpretation that we're talking about another Moshe, what Rashi says, in the fact that it says Yaakov and not Yisrael. And this Yaakov becomes a follow up to the Dorach Koycho Miyakov with another king. In Ois Zayin, the Rebbe is going to further explain how Rashi proves that. Uh, this Pasuk V'yered Miyakov is actually talking about uh, Melech HaMashiach from the words of the Pasuk itself. That means we've already basically proven that the Rebbe has showed us till now in two, in, in two, from two aspects. First of all, the Pashtus Loshen Ba'achris HaYomim means the end of the day. So okay, the Rebbe says that it also could mean after the times of Bullock. But still, the Pashtut means end of the day. So we need at least one part of the Pasik, the end of the uh, Pasik, Vyered, at least to be talking about that. That would be sort of uh, very uh, uh, explaining well the Achris Hayomim that we said before. And also, as the Rebbe has just ended explaining that the whole Vyered Miyakov, since he uses the word Miyakov, so it's not the Hemshech to. And it's a hemshech to that mazel of Dorach Koychov Miyakov, that there will be a Moshe Acher, but yet Rashi over here is trying to prove from the Psukim themselves that the Psukim of the prophecy of Yerd Miyakov are a evidence uh, to this, uh, to that we're talking about Melech uh, Hamashiach. Rebbe will also explain that Rashi needs to first bring down the commentary on Vehevit Sorid Meir, cannot just bring down the Pasik V'yed Miyom Ad Yom, as Rashi brings down later, and the Rebbe will explain all these Pesukim, because 
Miyom Adyom is not so clear, as the Rebbe spoke so before, it talks about Shloima. We have other interpretation. Only after Rashi brings down Mi'irach Shuva Shalroimi, and Rashi's evidence for that, as the Rebbe will explain, so that's a clear evidence from the Psukim, then we can also explain the Vier Midyom as the Rebbe will explain. Let's learn inside. Uh, there is still not sufficient with this proof the Farish take to immediately explain in this uh, in this Dibur, in this Rashi the Koyal Mashiach that it goes on Mashiach. The Rebbe wants to know why after all the evidence that we had brought before. Uh, Rashi only brings later on after Rashi says Then Rashi says Over there in the beginning it just says There will be another Moshul but he doesn't specify that it's about Mashiach because the Rebbe says we still don't have yet that it's talking about Mashiach Ah Although we have already brought evidence before, we know that it should be talking about the future. So, so what what do we know? It says that that at least one minimally. When else? If up till now it doesn't talk about Mashiach, when else are we going to talk about Achris Ayomim? So at the last Pasik, So one of these verses of this prophecy should be hinting for the end, which is Lizmanei Shel Melech HaMashiach. So that's already one evidence. So L'chaira we could already assume but yet Rashi holds back. And on top of that, we also have evidence from the Pasuk that when it says we know that we're talking about another ruler, Kinal. So So this already two proofs. We can already conclude that this Pasuk is talking about Melech HaMashiach. And yet, that it's talking about Mashiach, Rashi doesn't say it right away. First he says, And then he goes to the, So the Rebbe explains, Yet it's not sufficient to uh, prove from the Shal Melech HaMashiach Oymer Kain, that this was said about the Melech HaMashiach, Ki'im al Yidei Rayus Ma'kosov We want to bring evidence from the Pesach itself. The Rebbe wants to explain, but Rashi later on, after Rashi explained, Ve'evet Sor Me'ir, Rashi proves it from the Pesach. It says, Ve'amelech HaMashiach Oymer Kain Shenemar Boi Ve'yered Mi'yom Ad Yom so Vyerd Miyom Adyom Rashi uses as a proof that it goes to Melech HaMashiach. Why does he not say it right by Vyerd Miyakov by Melech HaMashiach Emrekein? Why does the Rashi wait till after explaining the Hevet Sorin Meir? So the Rebbe says that that Posik alone is not yet a proof. Because just the Posik, before explaining to us 
that the Hevit Sorid Meir is talking about the important city of Edom, we cannot conclude from Vyerd Midyom Adyom that this goes, that the Posse Vyerd Miyakov goes on the Melech HaMashiach. As Rabbi explained before earlier, and says now, the Posik V'yeir Miyom isn't sufficient evidence that it's talking about Melech Mashiach. But on the contrary, Kinal Siv Beis, as mentioned earlier in Siv Beis, the simply we can say that this Posik goes, just like that Mizmer in general, is talking about talking about Shloim HaMelech over there. She David is Palalolov, David Davin for Shloim HaMelech, She Yiel, Etzloi, Kolo, Inyonim Eilu. That he should have all these aspects. So he's Davin for it. So Rashi can't prove Melech HaMashiach from the possible Yeret, because it says Yeret Miyakov, the possible Yeret Midyom Adyom. Because that talks about Shleim HaMelech Pashtas and doesn't talk about Melech HaMashiach. Ah, you're going to ask me, so how does Rashi bring this proof later? But he says, Still Rashi brings evidence from the Posik. Only after he has proved, he has forced the, the Posik, the Lam Koya Melech HaMashiach. Rashi Proves that Apostle goes in the Melech Mashiach would lekamon sif ches, as it says later on sif ches. So where does Rashi prove that it's talking about Melech Mashiach first, and then he brings the Yom is from the Hevid Sorid Meir. Lochin Magdim Rashi. So that's why Rashi introduces Mefarish Tevis the words the Hevid Sorid Meir. Rashi says Meir Hachashuba Shel Edoim Vihirema. That he is going to destroy, make get, make lost, the leftover from the city, and who is the Meir? Whose city we're talking about? We're talking about Meir Achshuva Shel Edom from the important city of Edom, Vihiremi. That's Rome. So he's going to destroy totally Rome. How does Rashi know that it means Meir Achshuva Shel Edom? Since it says from a city. Doesn't say which city. Hari Boru Shazeir Hayedua Shel Hamemshol Hayedu Mikvar. It's a city that is known from a government who has already been known from before. Hainu Hair Hachashuva Shel Mamshelas Eden Visoir Haniskeres because of the Leil. That is the important city of Eden and Seir, which the pasuk mentions earlier, because the pasuk. Earlier states that Vahoya Edoim Yeresho, Vahoya Yerusho Seir, that Edoim and that Seir that the Posik mentioned, and then from that the Posik saying the Hevit Sorin Meir, that means from that city, no other city. So that's the city and that's the government. So, Oma'ato, so now we have to say, uh, Ashi brings down the next uh, Posik. Uh, the next one. Uh, over there will be nobody left to base Esau. That is already So now we have a Raya Berura. We have a clear proof that also our Posik, the Hevit Sorid Meir, 
Sorid Meir is what Tongu Shal Edim, which is base Esav, Koyam Elach HaMashiach. Since we say that it goes, Ira Chashuva Shal Dreim Beis Esav, it must be the Melach HaMashiach, because that's the same as the Pesach over there. V'shehu Hu HaMashal Achar, and he is that other that ruler, Hamerumez B'Vayed Miyakov, who is hinted in the Yed Miyakov. So basically, uh, Rashi brings down the proof. He says, first, it has to be talking about somebody else. How do we know that it's talking about Mashiach? Because a possible having sorry the ear applies to the ear that we talked about before. And the possible Rashi quotes brings later on, in the end of the Rashi, that it's talking about Leia Sorid, uh, which is a possible which is talking about the Yemais uh, by Mashiach. So therefore, Rashi knows that this is talking about Melech HaMashiach. So the only thing, basically, uh, if Rashi just said, uh, without bringing down the posseg, which the Rebbe argued isn't a very clear evidence, that's why Rashi doesn't bring it down right in the beginning, but Rashi does bring it down, uh, after Rashi proves Irach Shuvah Shal Edoim that we're talking about uh, Edoim, uh, <coughs> so Rashi does bring it down. But the question is, how is that a proof, and why does Rashi want to bring it down? So the Rebbe says in Ches, So from the Posig Vehevid, we have enough proof. We don't need the Posig Vehevid Midyom Adyom. Still, Rashi brings the proof from Vier Miyom Adyom. That is in order to emphasize that even from the word Vier alone, which means a ruler, from that alone, it appears that we're talking about the Melech Mashiach. And that's why Rashi proves that, see the word, the posik in our posik the posik uses a lotion, v'yerd, so that he will, and there, there it says, v'yerd miyakov, and over there it says, v'yerd, but over there Rashi brings down, miyom ad yom, which means, they, that, mehem uh, mashamashamadu because miyom ad yom, from this, it appears that he's talking about the Melech HaMashiach. The Rebbe explains now. It's a simple meaning, and he will dominate from ocean to ocean, means that means that he's going to dominate from the entire, entire world. From one end of the ocean, until the ocean, and the other end. We don't find this by Shlomo, only by Mashiach. That's why it makes sense to Rashi to explain. That we're talking about the government, the rulership of the King Mashiach. So what it means, but the Pasik that's still talking about Shlomo, the im heyeso. That means like this: the im heyesha mizmar bichlolusei. Even though this mizmar, this chapter of Tehillim, this song, generally harihit filas David Ashleimah b'noi. That is a prayer that David prayed for his son Shleimah. Mekomokim and yet mefarish Rashi. Rashi explains shaproti mesuyomim mitfilosei. That certain details of his prayer loy niskaimu bishloimah. They have not been 
fulfilled by Shloima, Ki'im b'Mashiach ben David Shloima, but by the son of David Shloima, which means a descendant. Allah Ulam. However, so then again, so this seems to be a very clear evidence. So now she can start off, that this is a proof that it means Melech HaMashiach. But this interpretation in the verse isn't forced on its own. We don't have to because you could push and explain there the Koyash Lema. You could say that it goes on Shlema as this general theme, as the general theme of that Mizmer, of that song. We can say means from Yamsuf to Yamplishtim, which includes Eretz Yisrael, doesn't mean all the world. So, maybe Rashi Rashi brings this proof only after explaining the words. The koyal roimi that goes on Rome, as we said, sorit meir that we proved from the pasuk the koyal roimi shal dezeh had a muchrach the pasuk the launch a kosu be vayered. So now our pasuk that says vayered is talking about koyal Mashiach canal. Siv Zayin that's talking about Mashiach now, as we said before in Siv Zayin that there has to be vayered miyak iskimekan. Yes, Rashi Raili Pirushi. So from here, Rashi has a proof to his commentary, Gamba Kosubit Hilim. Also, that this is the meaning, the explanation, the way Rashi explains it in Tehilim, the Koyi Amelech HaMashiach, that it goes on King Mashiach. This is Mesichas Shabbos Parshas Bolok, Tovshin Chovches.